Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. Test, 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 test. Wow, it's nice to be Test, back. test. Is this good? Is this good? Oh, that's normally... I think, no, oh, no, this no, is you're, normally you're Rob's. Still on I, yours. But okay. he had this one pointed in my dir- in Rob's direction. Okay. So there is clearly a lot of, like, you, you know that muffle edit? Yeah. That you get when, like, you cut out so many highs and lows? Well, that's what I was doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah I was doing, I was doing that, that Nyquist prompt thing I told you about to try and cut down on the on the wild uh, noise that was happening in the background there because it was uh, the last episode people I am so sorry I think it was episode 113 that I just posted Rob and I had to do it remotely and uh, it turned out it was it was a it was a rough cut it was a rough <laughs> cut and uh, and this was after hours what and hours. happens when I'm not here yeah we fell apart when the IT's gone we just we fall apart uh, IT guy is gone so now now he's back and we're back on point we're on mics and uh, it's wonderful to be back on mics it is so I am so thrilled to be speaking into something that is not I don't know what I was using I think I was using those headphones a couple oh. weeks ago when we were recorded last the old school and of course now this is almost turned into like a guest format for hosts of Ronin Geek <laughs> because like because two weeks ago we had Rob on and not you now we have you on and not Rob because there's things there's just there's things happening in the world there's things happening so our area has gone uh, back into lockdown uh, and it's it, it's difficult it's difficult so recording with me today is is just uh, our friend uh, what, what what are you at just Adam just Adam oh I'm just Adam today <laughs> so you've 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 also taken on the persona of Rob yeah you could just be both and you could argue I'm with yourself just plebby and Adam just plebby and Adam oh wow there you go just plebby and Adam <laughs> so uh, it, that's a that's such a nice way to be very good very good. So anyway, uh, I, I'm still just Alex Austin. That's that's happening. And uh, today is a massive episode. I wish Rob were going to be here to talk about it. What? The, so I don't know. I I feel every once in a while, like I'm, I'm I feel like our jobs to a small degree, or at least our our importance here, is that we keep up on things. Yes, right. We, we, we know what's coming down the pipeline. We kind of we kind of pretend to. Yeah. We kind of pretend to. And for the most part, we do. Except this one kind of blindsided me. I don't know why I didn't know about the game awards. Okay, yeah, Game I Awards. I apparently which missed that. Is not in my notes. <laughs> so they had the Game Awards, and that's when they did all the game trailers and game announcements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the Star Wars games and things like that. And then they, later on, Disney was like, we're going to announce a shit ton of Marvel stuff. Well, they, they turned it into their quote unquote investors meeting, but it was like a four hour long presentation about just like, hey, there's a shit ton more Disney Star Wars properties about to drop, right? Yeah. All, and a couple of them are actually spinoffs from Mando, which is pretty exciting. So we'll cover that here today as well. Um, so when we do, sorry, I was just checking we our notes. We can't possibly go through all the lists that was announced in the last week. No, we can't. So let's just focus on a couple things here. We need to do... Um, Let's at least go over, we need to get caught up on Mando, or maybe we should just do the announcements, and then we can just save Mando for episode seven and eight for when Rob gets back. If we want to. Okay, so let's let's just do maybe the Star Wars Disney Plus announcements for today, and we'll save Mando episode seven for next week. We can just maybe save for playing and watching, you know, if we liked it or whatever. We'll do Cyberpunk uh, first day impressions and day one Glitch City Fiesta, which has been a, a really good time <laughs> talking about all the glitches that have happened. And just th- this is, and I'm gonna do it very tongue in cheek, people, because look, th- this happens with every open world game. It's not a big fucking deal. Uh, people are making it into a big fucking deal, and these are apparently children who didn't play Skyrim or Fallout Four or any of these. When or they came. Witcher. 
Witcher 3 when it Yeah, yeah, or any. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, Witcher 3 wasn't like this. You probably didn't start playing Witcher 3 until three years after it was I launched. I literally <laughs> got it when it was $20 and complete. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So by the time I got a hold of it, it was, a, it was a near flawless game. And that game still had glitches in it. I still ran into crashes and things like that from time to time oh, yeah. in Witcher. Uh, sometimes when it's just a lot of things happening on the screen, it's just going to happen. And, and that's just... That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. And and you know what? People just need to chill. Just chill Plus, the fuck out. Really, don't play it on a PS4. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what I'm playing on, and that's what I'm gonna stick to. And uh, and then of course, uh, we can do the video game awards. Then maybe sure. talk about anything you want to from those. But we'll have to pause so I can pull that up in the meantime. However, I think we should probably start with just a little bit of news items here. All right, so we're starting with Star Wars Investors Day because I think that's just the easiest place to start for this one. Uh, and then we'll get into some of the announcements from the Game Awards. Sure. So we'll get into that as well. And uh, the Star Wars uh, Investors Meeting, this was a bit unexpected. It was a four-hour event that took place over the weekend. Uh, well, there was there any heads up that this was happening or did I miss something? No, there was no heads up that it was happening as far as I know. Okay, so it, I, everyone I mean, in the world was just as taken back as I unless was. Unless you're one of the investors on the board or whatever, you probably didn't know that this was about to go down. Okay. Uh, so a lot of big announcements there. Some some interesting very interesting and uh, expected remember how we talked about last time uh, after Ahsoka's debut in or maybe you would have heard it in this last episode if you yeah. listened uh, Ahsoka obviously, obviously had her debut played by Rodar blah dude Rosario Dawson <laughs> and she did a great job everyone was excited there was some news that came out soon after that uh, some scuttlebutt that said basically Rosario Dawson was signed up then to play in no, no fewer than three Star Wars movies. That was the rumor kind of flying around. So huh. it, it was assumed that, oh, this is going to be uh, a series where, you know, or a series of films where she's basically, you know, tracking down Thrawn or looking for Ezra Bridger because she and Ezra are sort of separated as he sacrificed himself and at the end of Rebels. And into the far-flung universes. That's right. That's right. So she's, she's hunting down Thrawn. And presumably Thrawn is already active in the storyline of Mando, we just don't know it yet. So I would assume that maybe... Why like, would we assume that? Because Moff Gideon, I think, answers to someone. I don't think he does. You don't think so? I think he answers to the Emperor. But he's... Oh, you think directly to the Emperor? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's one of the beginnings of... Um, you know, Project First Order, I guess you could call it. Then, then why would then why would Ahsoka, so in episode six of Mando where she shows up, she does say something along the line, or episode five rather, she does say something along the lines of, how did she put it? Where is your boss? Tell me where your boss is. When she spoke to that, I, I don't know, sort of oh. Imperial or whoever this was controlling the town, the sort of warlord woman uh, with, the, with, the, with the Beskar Pike. Yeah, yeah. So what was so what was her situation then? Well, I figured her boss was where's your boss? Where's uh, Gideon? Or where's your moth? I don't no, know. I, I think no. She said Thrawn. Did she? Yeah, I did not hear she that. Said, name. She said she said because the first the first time she visited, she's like, "Tell me where your where your boss is." Second time she visited, she says, "Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn?" Oh, does she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's that's the moment where all arms went up in the air. I was very very excited to hear that <laughs> Thrawn is definitely I coming to live that. action. So anyway, it was assumed that this was going to be three films based on her trekking down Thrawn, and it was going to be all about that. What it might actually be, which I'm not against, is a Disney Plus series uh, that is titled Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, so, they've been, there you go. Well, they've been in the Disney Plus. They've been renaming their stuff to kind of be movies, like Winter Soldier. They straight up said, "Like, no, this is a movie." It is being cut into six pieces. Yeah, and we established back a long, long time ago when we first talked about these Disney Marvel series that are coming, these MCU series that are coming to Disney+. Plus. Those are going for $30 million an episode, Ooh. so which is nuts. So these are the most expensive TV episodes ever made 
of all time, bar none, blowing away Game of Thrones budgets. Game of Thrones budgets, I think they were at like 16 and a half mil per episode of average oh, for the tell. final season. Yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, I mean, just, dude, the destruction of uh, King's Landing alone in that was just absurd. Like how much they, they blew the whole fucking thing on that. Like it was crazy. <laughs> uh, not, not so much on the battle for uh, Winterfell. That was that, that turned out a bit lame. Yeah. For the final battle, important battle. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't need the money there. So I wonder if originally the battle uh, against the Nightwalkers actually took place during the day. And they're like, we can't afford it. Make it all dark. <laughs> all dark and concealed by snowy, snowy, blizzardy things. Right? So anyway, uh, but I digress, because that was a while ago, but I'm still a little bit butthurt. You're still, you're that was like a year burned. and a half ago, and I'm you, still butthurt. You wake up in cold sweats. Oh, God! Yeah, yeah, betrayal! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Many often vice. Anyway, so, uh, no, I'm actually over it, but I am I am all about Ahsoka having her series, especially if it does mean that maybe what she had actually signed up for was three seasons, three eight-episode seasons of, of something, right? Because I'm, that would end up being more content in total. I'm not going to lie, I, and I know this might be pushing a button right now because I was listening to the last episode. I am not, I was not that thrilled with the last, with the Jedi episode. Which one? The one with Ahsoka Tano. Episode five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was gotcha. not that thrilled with it. Okay. Why not? I felt it was very clear to me. Dave Filoni clearly gets that the Jedi were inspired by samurai. Yep. We all know this. It's not a secret. Yep. Dave Filoni knows it. And he clearly leaned into that during this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, big time. Big time. Big time. But I feel like he didn't do the Akira Kurosawa. He was clearly being inspired by the Akira Kurosawa, you know, Yojimbo kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. But I think he didn't quite do it right. Um, well, is it, is it because Ahsoka was not a samurai character? She was like a ninja character? No, no. I think it's because it was too... Maybe maybe it was too short or too... Honestly, too much time was spent on Grogu. To oh, not gotcha. fully... Because they had such a short episode where they'd introduced... Sorry, this, who? Yeah. They'd introduced <laughs> this... Uh, this town they'd introduce the leader of the town and the bad guys then they had to introduce ahsoka tano yep and they had to make you care about the assault on this town and i don't feel like they spent enough they were just a little too short on time you know you can he's good at what he does and fitting a small story and that's something that um i'm trying to think of who who does it really well the guy who does um oh my god uh, dexter's laboratory Oh, um, so we have the name now. It is Genty Tartakovsky. Woo! So Genty Tartakovsky <laughs> is very good at generating very small, concise stories, but making you care about certain people. Yeah. I feel like he would have done a good job here, but I don't feel like Dave Filo- I feel like they, they focused so much on this Grogu story that they didn't get to fully develop the town and the Yojimbo style. And I think that's where it failed. I think they needed to do a little less with Grogu in that episode. It did become uh, very focused on Grogu, certainly. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty exciting. But um, I loved Rosaria Dawson. She was amazing in that. So um, Ahsoka Tano then moving into her own series. And I think you'll probably get to see her in, in being fleshed out a little bit more, obviously, as they get into the live-action series. Yeah. I genuinely hope uh, Dave Filoni is, is doing that one as well, which I suspect he is, because Ahsoka's always been his character from the very beginning. Uh, I think Dave Filoni is about to be the Star Wars guy. Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be the best thing for us at like, this point. Yeah, I can yeah. totally see him managing the movies, too. I, I think it should all go through him at this point. So him yeah. and John Favreau, I think, should be 
putting their thumbprint on everything if it's to, to move forward and not just Kathleen Kennedy. And it, it was terrifying even. There was a little bit of chatter about it when they did the Investor's Day. Obviously, they have to put the the the, the grand poobah in front of everyone, right? So, <laughs> so you can see who it is. But it was Kathleen Kennedy kind of doing a presentation, which is scary now because we remember uh, what happened with the sequel films that she was yeah. pushing so hard for so long. I think so. there's a problem there. Like, I think what they need to do is, yeah, I think Kathleen Kennedy needs to move out of the way for Dave Filoni. But I don't think Dave Filoni can manage. I think Kathleen Kennedy's probably a better, like, project manager but david filoni knows the universe better what they need to do is have kathleen kennedy support dave filoni she could definitely get some movies pumped out that's for sure yeah. so to, to what end i don't know i don't know if it's always a good quality or bad quality but they she certainly does something through. he needs to be producers <laughs> on all the new movies too not just the tv shows so that's that's just the first series now that they've announced it's just uh ahsoka and obviously this is now a spinoff of mando essentially so it's going to be what happens to ahsoka tano's character presumably after uh, her meeting with Mando, and this is going to be post-Return of the Jedi. So this is still going to be New Republic-era okay. happenings, right, going on here. And uh, it will be interesting to see if uh, it really carries her character all the way through. I know that she's featured as a Force ghost in Episode Nine, uh, so I don't know if that means she's actually dead or if she's just projecting as a Force ghost. We don't know, but all the other guys are dead. We know that. I assume <laughs> she would have been dead. I assume she would have been dead, yeah. Because who else would have... Because she would have shown up to stop the Emperor if she wasn't. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, she definitely shows up way in the background there. Uh, in the final scenes of episode nine, so that's that's kind of an interesting take Wait, on. Did it. they actually show her as it goes? I thought it was just her voice. No, it's it's they show her. Oh, okay. Which didn't get a lot of attention. No. When I I actually posted the picture on a Star Wars forum just to kind of show, like, look, if you go and you screenshot it and zoom in, she's actually right there. She's in back. Oh. And she actually looks more like the animated character at that point, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> it's just she's so far back, you can barely tell, right? Uh, but she definitely shows up with all the other Jedi around Ray, okay. which is pretty cool. So anyway, uh, a couple things going on then. There's another one coming out. Um, it's actually called. Sorry, let me let me just get the actual title of it. Um, gonna be a lot of. Cuts. Okay, here it is. So gonna be a lot of cuts is, in this one. This is yeah. There is gonna be a lot of cuts. This is the second spinoff. It's called uh, Star Wars: Rangers of the New Republic. Presumably, this takes place as well during the same timeline because it is being called a Mando spinoff, and likely it will feature Cara Dune. Oh, is is this the? Um... The hell do they call this one? I thought this was the Bastards one, the special ops. Oh no, the Bad Batch. No, Bad no, Batch. no, Bad Batch is actually an animated series. So, and that actually takes that's actually uh, Clone Wars era. So, oh, so this this one that you're mentioning is not going to be animated? No, it is not going to be animated. So both of the ones I just mentioned are two live action series. Bad oh. Batch will be animated. Bad Batch, I knew. Was, oh, I figured this was going to be animated too. No, no, I don't believe I so. I misunderstood that. Okay. I don't believe so. So this one is also going to be uh, something coming up here. Let me see if it's actually mentioned. Uh, it's going to be more of What's-Her-Face that I don't like. Cara Dune, uh, yeah, the fighter. Starbuck. Nope. I think nope. Car Cara Dune was the Mando. No, woman. Cara Dune's the rebel, ex-rebel shock trooper. Oh, this is, uh, right, right, right. This is um, the one that everyone wants her, wants to get kicked out of the series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's well, getting more series. They said, yeah, I guess at some point she'd expressed some sort of uh, transphobic views somewhere. I haven't actually seen what people are talking about, but... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, God, what's her name, dude? Why can't we remember names in this episode? <laughs> this is terrible. This is the episode where we can't remember names. Oh. Trouble is, it's just so much goddamn news. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. More cuts. More and more cuts. It's embarrassing. Oh, my God. Gina Carano. Gina oh. Carano. <laughs> oh, this is painful. This is so hurtful. <laughs> 
Anyway, I don't exactly know what the whole thing was with that. So I, I don't know how serious it was. It was a bit of anti-mask, anti-trans, and pro-Trump. And like so on all so in one? Nah, she's done a few things. Because I, I can, I, I'm not going to knock her for being like, you know, like anti-mask or pro-Trump. That's just, you know, your your uneducated opinion. There you go. But obviously being transphobic, that would be a yeah, problem. Yeah, she said a bunch of things that just, none of it was like the worst thing in the world. Like none of it was Hitler level. <laughs> But they definitely, I can see why people would be upset, but I think people are pushing it to a bit high of a limit. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're in a world here where I feel like we should be allowing, particularly the celebrities who don't often seem to be very intelligent people, I think they should probably be given a chance to kind of understand and learn and be spoken to on the same level as the rest of us. So I, th- I think yeah. the assumption is because they typically have a bigger loudspeaker That's that, what it that is. they're held to a higher standard, kind of. But I like, look, if you make a mistake in life or maybe you have a point of view that's outdated and you need to update it, I don't know that, that necessarily makes you an awful, terrible She also person. stood by her opinion. So when everyone was, everyone was like, yo, bro, you can't be like that. And she's just like, fuck all down. y'all. She doubled down. She pulled a J.K. She Rowling. She pulled a J.K. Rowling. And then wrote a book to, to, to <laughs> amplify her opinions <laughs> more here's why harry hates gay people and then uh yeah did you hear about that with jk rowling so she has all these transphobic comments and then she she stood by him and gets back up on him and things like that yeah and then like her last book she just wrote was like a thriller where a man dresses up like a woman to kill people wow <laughs> wow she's a dick she's we, an absolute dick we, that's that's what we call fuck you money yeah <laughs> She has so much money, she doesn't give a fuck about when, you when anymore. When you're that rich, that's just how it goes down. Anyway, as, as a result, I know at some point I want to buy the Harry Potter books for, for Nora, and I know I will not buy them brand new. So I want to ensure that whatever I buy for Harry Potter from here on out <laughs> is used, and so not a penny goes to J.K. Rowling. So that's going to be important. So I'm going to raise my daughter to understand where J.K. Rowling has gone wrong. <laughs> so very, very wrong, and given so many chances to put it right as well, and she just won't do it. Anyway, so Gina Carano, I hope she's not headed down the same dark path uh, because, man, that would suck. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't really like her in that. I think she's a bad actress, too. But her, I give an excuse for because she's n- new to acting. Well, I think she's pretty convincing. I think she's crap. Yeah, she was great in his last episode. Yeah, she was crap. What the hell? She's crap. She's, <laughs> oh, my God. She's Wait, a flat what board. Is, what, what is your... Well, yeah. And I don't mean physically. I mean, as a character, she's just like, hi, my name is One Dimension. I have One Dimension. Okay. But look, who who would your standard be? Who who should be in that role instead of Gina Carano? I've always liked uh <laughs> here's here's Adam again, can't remember her fucking name. Atomic Blonde played um played in Mad Max. Dude, she can't be everything. Cherise Theron. I, yeah, she yeah. is Charlize just the, Theron. She is right now the epitome of badass actress and and right. she's good at character I don't, and she's I don't good disagree. at being a badass. I don't disagree. But but she would absolutely outshine the rest of the people in this show. Yo, she would. Like 100% she would steal the show. Yeah, she so, would. And I, and, I, and I think maybe that's why they didn't get someone like that. Because well, Gina, Gina Carano is somebody who can easily be outshined. That's true. <laughs> even by an even flatter character like the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> the Mandalorian is really one dimensional. So and then and then you have like Grief Karga who's just like he's just like, I'm here, I'm here to look cool and to say a cool you thing and then I go away for a while. That's a really good point. They don't have a whole lot of two-dimensional or like multi-dimensional characters. No, they don't. In fact, uh, there was a lot of chatter about episode seven, and maybe we'll discuss more next week just about um, Bill Burr's character, so Mayfeld, yes. and just how incredible his delivery was, was in great. that episode. It was, was fucking brilliant, and it was brilliant acting. I, I was honestly shocked. I didn't know he could do it, and he's 
a great character because he had to carry so much of the dialogue by himself, mm-hmm. right? Because Mando just doesn't respond, right? So because he he has like virtually no personality whatsoever. He's a great counter to Mando because yeah. he's a constantly talking you character. You got it. You got it. And he's constantly trying to work through things. And what he says is fairly offensive to Mando, but isn't always incorrect, which yes. I like as well. So it was kind of cool to be challenged in that way. So anyway, uh, Bill Burr's character, Mayfeld, makes a big comeback in that episode too. Man, I can't wait to talk more about that because fuck the, the, the scene where they go to sit down with that Imperial officer. Ah, great. Dude, straight up Inglorious Bastards. I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. And I, uh, and that was a scene as well where, uh, hopefully, again, when we talk about it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I like it when we talk about yeah, it like yeah. now. Pedro Pascal had the chance to really shine for a moment in, in his full acting glory, right? The with the part, facial expressions and everything. And he did not miss a beat, dude. There was a part of me that kind of wanted the Mando. Like, you always see him with his helmet. He's a very stoic, yeah. no, no facial expression kind of right. character. I kind of was expecting he takes off his helmet and he's just very facial animated. Yeah, yeah. And you just never noticed it because no, he's he was, got the helmet on. But you on. could tell there was tension there when he was watching Mayfeld and then looking back to the officer. Like you could see the tension, dude. See, like, it I was... saw in his eyes the, oh my god, my mask is not. Oh my god, my mask is not. Oh my god, my mask. Yeah, is yeah, on. yeah. Well, that, and that's he wasn't even it. thinking about what was going on. He was just thinking. Well, no, I my think, helmet's not. I on. think when Mayfeld started to push, he just he was thinking, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, because he knows he's not wearing his Beskar armor or anything. Right? He's very vulnerable. <laughs> To blaster fire at that moment, but uh, but obviously we'll, we'll get more into that when we actually get into it, which is not right now. I swear to God. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, uh, brilliant episode. Can't wait to talk about that. So anyway, that's the Rangers of the New Republic. Another one that's coming out. Uh, so Lando Calrissian is getting an event, a quote event series, and this might air sometime around when Andor comes out because Andor is going to be the series featuring um, uh, that's the Rogue One prequel. Right, so that's that's got Cassie and uh, Cassie and Andor in it. Oh so, right, okay, yeah, yeah. nice. And uh, this that's going to be cool. Uh, Cassian was cool. K two S O is going to be in that, obviously. Oh, wonderful. Uh, however, people are talking about you know is uh, was it F- Felicity Huff? No, what's her name? The actress. Oh, the one who played in. Um... Yeah, the one who played Jin or so. Jin or so. Yeah, yeah, people are people are theorizing if she's going to show up at any point. In it. I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense, but I'm really curious if they're going to take Cassian and give him a cool backstory and maybe pull from like. I don't know, like Han Solo storyline. So because it doesn't seem like they're moving forward at all with any more Han Solo movies. No. So and there's so much, there's so much in the Legends Han Solo backstory that's so awesome. Yeah, they could just give it to him, dude. I would love to see. I would love to see uh, backstory. Uh, you know, uh, at least something to do with like Talon Card from Star Wars Legends, uh, featuring you know Han Solo or or even Cassian if they want to use his character instead for it. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. The stuff. only concern you have with that are the people. I don't know what Rob would think about it, but I could see someone who's a strong fan of the Star Wars legends being like, no, that's Han Solo who did that. Like, you know what? At the end of it all, who gives a shit? It's a a swashbuckling buckler with a weird tall buddy. If they're doing a good job with it, you know what I mean? Then why not? Yeah. Um, So next big series coming up As long as they don't bring back the guy who played young Han Solo. Fuck that guy. Fuck that. Oh, no. He was fine. Ah, he was garbage. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him. Uh, But obviously... Uh, so he was okay, but uh, Lando, uh, Childish Gambino. Oh uh, my God! Yes. How can I remember his moniker, not his name? No, no, that's what we're doing. <laughs> this is the episode where we forget <laughs> all the names. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Anyway, he was fucking brilliant. Yeah, he, so was, he was amazing. Fucking brilliant. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. He is better than the original Lando. Yeah, in I my agree. opinion, I agree. I would love to see a series with him as Lando. Oh my God! And you're gonna get that in a limited run called Event. Oh, series. so it's Donald Glover doing this, not old Lando. Yeah, I don't believe it's old Lando. So, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty oh, sure that would be, be amazing. Glover. 
So there's also a director from Russian Doll, uh, Leslie, oh, yeah. Leslie yeah. Hedlund. So she's going to head up a series called The Acolyte, which is a female-driven series set in the High Republic era. So this might actually be a throwback to like the birth of the Jedi Order. Uh, sorry, the Jedi. <laughs> the Jedi. As, as they were called back then. So that'd be interesting if they go all the way back. All the way back to the birth of the Jedi Order. That'd be interesting. That'd be really cool. Yeah, because I think you and Rob were talking about how that main city with that the, the 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 planet that Ahsoka was on was the original planet. No, it was the planet they went to after. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was the planet that it was. So the, it was the planet where Boba Fett became Boba again. Got it. <laughs> so that was. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what was it called? Um, this is the episode where we forget all the names. That's what's going on. So I, we'll never, we'll never remember, except for five minutes. At from this now point, is this going. just our shtick for the rest of the episode? This is it. This Even is if we do doing. remember the names, we're not going <laughs> to. We're going to act like we don't. This is what we're doing. Uh, this is the episode where we forget all the names. And uh, let's see another series then that we should probably mention here: Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi is coming out. So we already knew that yep. was going to be in production. It's probably going to be an eight-episode run. And they are calling this one, they didn't call it a limited run series here, but I have heard it referred to as a limited series event as well. So likely it'll be six or eight episodes they on its own. They can't afford Ewan McGregor that much. <laughs> well, I mean, they can, but I don't know. There's that much to tell. So Because I think it's going to refer yeah. to maybe uh, The Purge, or, or maybe, this is my theory. I'm just going to go ahead and lay this out now, because we do know that uh, Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader also shows up in this. Oh, so he is coming back specifically for this as Darth Vader. Oh, so this is is supposed to be like kind of between um, uh, attack, not attack of the clones. Yeah, it's between episode three and four, three and four. Yeah, yeah, probably probably earlier on because obviously he's not that old yet, right? So maybe this is you know ten years following or something during the big purge. Uh, but it would be very cool to see a couple things in here. One, uh, I wonder if part of his mission is going to be uh, Baby Yoda related. Mm, yeah. So because uh, because there, there's a long period of time where Baby Yoda, obviously, we know now that Grogu originated in the Jedi Temple, or at least that's where he came from. Uh, the other the other younglings were purged. He made an escape. Curious if Obi Wan was partly responsible for his escape. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting for when they remaster the old trilogy, like the one, two, and three trilogy. Yeah, yeah. And they add in that scene, little baby Grogu, like 3D edited in yep. the background. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of what they did with Christian Haydenson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they <laughs> could. They could. I, Yoda could even be responsible for his escape. Yoda could be, because Yoda was still alive at the end of episode yeah, three. Yeah, of course he was. So he could have gone back to the temple to check on the younglings, found only Grogu alive. And Run said, with me, you must. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> or whatever, whatever he says, this little Grogu guy. Anyway, so it'll be really cool to see what happens there. Uh, my other prediction there is going to be that we're going to see some of the... Um, now that they've been popularized in, in canon a little bit, uh, we could see a few things happen. We could actually see, depending on how late it happens, we could see Cal Kestis, yep. right? So we could Aww. see Cal Kestis, which would be fucking awesome. Yep. And then we could also see um, some Wasn't of the sisters. was the actor that played Joker in, in the show Gotham? Yep. Okay. Yep. And sure then the we could way. also, yeah, he was in Shameless. So that was his big, right. his big claim to fame. And then, uh, and then we also have, uh, I believe we'll see some of the sisters in there. And I'm hoping that we see some of the ones that were popularized in... The uh, Fallen Jedi Fallen Order video game because uh, the one in there I can't remember her name offhand now it's been a year or some since I played it yeah but the one main sister in there uh, who's she's basically an Inquisitor right yep yep she was fucking awesome she was awesome. the second sister she was so badass she was my favorite character oh my god like she's probably one of my favorite game antagonists of all time I thought she was fucking brilliant yeah. so and she had a lot of layers to her right unlike the characters from The Mandalorian so I think. <laughs> 
<laughs> games can tell stories like that. Movies or shows have a tough time doing it, but because uh, games really dig deep, right? On 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 story, similar to books. Um, so anyway, I th- I think all those things could happen in the Obi Wan series, which makes me very interested yeah. in the Obi Wan series. Because when I first heard about this a couple years ago that they're planning on doing it, I honestly wasn't that interested. But a now that we've seen Mando, and b now that we know what all happens in between there because of Jedi Fallen Order and possibly Grogu being in there, I'm very interested now. I think it's amazing. I think the most amazing part is that Christian Haydenson's supposed to Hayden return. Christensen, yeah, like yeah. Hayden Christensen or whatever. Yeah. This is the episode where we get all the names wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. and or forget. Yeah, uh, because didn't he quit acting? Didn't he go off to do loot or jumper after that? And then he was like, fuck that, I'm out. Jumper did suck. He might have actually quit acting because he certainly hasn't done a whole lot. I heard that he that he quit. He basically so, just went, ah, I'm done. But it's interesting. And, you know, actually, this is also in light of the news recently. You know, rest in peace, David Prowse had passed away. So he was uh, the original Darth Vader man in the suit, not yep, the voice. The right? tall man. Yeah, the tall man, tall buff man. And uh, he's he, he's passed away. So it's actually good to hear that the character Darth Vader is going to come back. And I'm glad that Hayden Christensen is getting into the suit. So that'll be a good time. Is he a big guy? Is Hayden Christensen a big, big dude? No, no. I think he's average height. Yeah, five eleven or six. So or they'll just have like to do uh, film trickery then. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, whatever, whatever else they do. I mean, it is, it is limited run series. I just noticed my flies down. Don't look. Nice. So just <laughs> that's that's in honor of the cyberpunk news coming <laughs> up here, which I can't wait to tell you all about. So, but we are not done with the Star Wars announcements yet, and fuck, we're about a half hour in. So the last one is going to be the Bad Batch. This is the animated one that we were talking about. There wasn't there was an actual um, uh, uh, trailer for that too for Bad Batch. So yes. so this is currently in production. Uh, it will likely air on Disney Plus as well, just like all the others, if not also you know Cartoon Network, which I think they're often want to air on there as well. But a uh, lot of great things going on, and and honestly, this this is all as far as we can tell Disney Plus content. Oh yeah, so for sure. none of its films. Uh, Taika Waititi is still directing a film. Ryan Johnson is still allegedly doing a whole trilogy of films. Uh, there's still a lot going on in terms of the movies. Uh, however, none of it's going to touch on the Skywalkers. And thankfully, now we're starting to see how universe can take shape without the Skywalker family involved, which is pretty exciting. Which is, to here. me, the best part. Yeah, because... and who knows? I mean, you could even have, and, and the idea is, you know, the idea with the Star Wars, you know, Skywalker saga films is that they always kind of had to one up each other, right? After Empire. Because yeah. Empire really took Star Wars as the art form, kind of as far as it could go, right? Yeah. In, in terms of film, and then and then Return of the Jedi was just like, all right, well, what do we do now? Bigger Death Star, bigger explosion, bigger battle, bigger this, bigger that, ah, and yeah. then and then you know Episode Seven, of course, gotta go bigger, gotta turn the Death Star into a whole planet. Now it's draining the sun to you know it's whatever. I thought it was and a it, cool idea. It's fucking sweet. I enjoyed episode seven. Episode eight then was just like, well, we got nothing else. So the ships are really slow now. They can't catch one another. And Haldo sucks. So that's where they went for episode (laughs) eight. And then episode nine was just like, well, we can't really do another singular super weapon. So how about, I don't know, like tens of thousands of smaller weapons that all do kind of the same thing as the big (laughs) weapon did. But now they found that a bazooka doesn't work, so we just got a hundred pistols. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they'll all do the thing. So anyway, that's kind of where it went. But I love that now that they're starting to get more into these sort of interweaving storylines. Now the stakes are changing in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And and like look at for instance with the Mandalorian, we have something every bit as compelling, if not more so, if not a lot more so than the sequel trilogy films. Oh, and most sure. of it centered around trying to preserve the health and safety of this little Yoda person. <laughs> you know I what I mean? It. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, just how the it, scale of what we're talking about. It should about. tell you that nobody gives a shit what the scale of it is. They just want to be in the universe. Yeah, we want to feel we want to feel included. We want to be in it. 
And uh, and that's what they've done such a great job with with the Mandalorian. And so I'm so thrilled. Not only are we getting two spinoff series off the Mandalorian, uh, but that there's also other stuff in the in, in the works as well. That hopefully, you know, we'll we'll keep interweaving and tying things together because there's as they know from the MCU films, there's nothing that fans love more than to see things pop up in one film or the other that yeah. we've already seen before. We love highs. it. We love it. Yeah, yeah. We, we love, love it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the best. It's I the just best. need a little head of Grogu like yeah, in, yeah. in one of the movies just just <laughs> pop up and he just eats a macaroon and that's pretty much it. We need uh we need Jeans guy. From episode four. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need Jeans Guy. He got edited out. A lot of no no, a lot of speculation. Where did he go? <laughs> Where did he a go? lot of speculation on the internet from episode four. They edited him out though and reposted it. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Yeah, that's what I that's what I read. The internet will never forget. I, I haven't rewatched it. We will it never forget. It. He is now canon. Kathleen Kennedy, you cannot make him non canon. You can't <laughs> fucking do it, okay? So get a grip on it, my friend. Get a grip on it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so that, that's happening. Anyway, that's all the Star Wars news, which is pretty exciting. That's it? That's all of it? That's, yeah, I think, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so a half hour of that. Uh, cool. Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? contemplate the other side of reality do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense well look no further than strange uncles find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945 open the gates All right. Well, maybe we should get into some of the Game Awards announcements then. So this is this is uh, announcement central, and also the episode where we forgot all the names of things and people. So this is pretty exciting. This is coming from the VGA. Uh, I say VGAs. The Video Game Awards, the official Video Game Awards, yes. that happen every year. Uh, don't really care about the winners. Probably won't talk about it. Uh, I don't know. This year <laughs> was clearly distracting enough that I totally forgot about the VGAs. Well, yeah. It was just this last weekend. It was uh, December 10th. The yeah. only reason I knew that it happened is because uh, two days after I saw Jeff Keighley's uh, Twitter name and it was <laughs> VGA Awards December 10th uh, or something. I'm like, well, oh, I, I'm I late. immediately noticed a shit ton of shit in my news announcements. Like, yeah. this was announced. This was teased. I'm like, wait, what the hell just happened? And then I looked back and went, oh, you're right. Those did happen. There's a lot oh, of indie games that? in here that maybe we can take a look at afterwards to kind of to kind of go over for next episode. But for the big mainstream announcements, uh, Dragon Age is the first one that we were just talking about and we yeah. just watched the teaser trailer for it the teaser trailer really doesn't um reveal much uh what i can say is it looks like a dragon age game and it's being made by bioware yeah <laughs> so. i don't know how much of the original team that did the dragon age series is still there though because we know i mean probably know. probably not many probably not many any so the last one was Dragon Age Inquisition, so that could actually came out in 2014. Did you ever so play that one? While. I did not play Inquisition. Rob did, so I, I, we'd have to find out if it was any good for him. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, the teaser's not much to it, so just a little bit of a, what do they say, the Dread Wolf or the Dire Wolf? I think they said the Dread Wolf. Uh, yeah, yeah, sort of an announcement for for the big baddie in the game. So we'll see we'll see what materializes from that. Also in Bioware news, there's uh, the Mass Effect announcement as well. Yeah, that one I'm more excited for. So, um, and it just says Mass Effect will continue. That was the big message at the end of it, uh, at, at the end of the teaser trailer. So, presumably, what that means is they're uh, are, are they going to try and continue somehow the Shepard storyline? Yes. Well, okay. not Shepard storyline per se, but from that from that point. universe. Okay. Good. 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 Um, yeah. So, in the trailer, they 
it's pretty clear that the character they showed off was Liara to Sony. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Beloved character from the original games. Absolutely. And so. they kind of showed off a universe that was looked very destroyed. Okay, cool. Um, they had like overlay of the sounds of, you know, the Reaper battle. And yep. basically they're showing you left a world destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the Citadel is fucked. Yeah. A bunch yeah. of shit's fucked. So it looks like they're, you know, you know, out of the three different endings that you had a possibility of, I suspect the one where you destroyed the Mass Effect relays is the one that gets through sure yeah i would imagine so so i think that's the canon story now this would be really interesting because this could be about you know sort of the vie for power and the vacuum left behind after after the big reaper battle right and could be. things are fairly disconnected now because you know if they do continue on from the mass effect relays being destroyed you know maybe maybe there's areas of the galaxy that are more isolated right and and, and certainly that would be interesting yeah yeah, I'm not so. sure how they're going to play it off or what they're going to do, but it generally looks like you're going to be trying to put together a broken, put back together a broken yeah. world. I suspect that's going to be the theme. And then if it doesn't happen in the game, uh, certainly it'll probably happen in real life. You saw the news this last week. Did you see this little sidebar here? So this X, uh, what was he? Uh, he was like the head of space initiatives or whatever for Israel yeah. for, for like two decades. Anyway, so he came out and said that the Galactic Federation is in fact real. And... He knew about it, and so does Donald Trump, and they somehow convinced Donald Trump not to talk about it. And it's theorized that's why Donald Trump came up with Space Force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So there you go. Aliens are real, and there's a Galactic Federation, and we're just not welcome yet. So I'm okay yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want in. I want to go to the Citadel. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I want to go fuck some blue aliens. Well, hell yeah. Asexual blue aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and they can produce offspring. From any species. Yeah. That's the whole point, right? So, and there will be there will be an even better version. So that's true. This is this is the the human alien hybrid program. <laughs> Take it to the next level by Mass Effect. You know, there's a part they're all of, they're all hot and blue. <laughs> there's a part of me that's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And then there's another part of me that goes, yeah, I could see it. I could see them being like, we can't tell anyone there's aliens. At the same time, I know enough human beings that I don't think anyone could keep a secret like that. <laughs> No, and, and I certainly don't think Donald Trump would keep it a secret like that. <laughs> so sure let's too. let's just go ahead and throw that out. That's the least credible part of that whole story. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, I fully believe in galactic federations of aliens and them not wanting human beings to be a part of their federation just yet over Donald Trump keeping his mouth shut about literally <laughs> so anything. So I could just say And that, I mean that in the most apolitical way possible. Let's I, just be honest. I'm just waiting for the day when like I, it should like the third day that Trump's in in office, and he just comes out and goes like, "Did you know there's aliens?" And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, huh, dude. If he goes out like that, if he walks up on stage, grabs the mic from Joe Biden, he's just like, "There's aliens. They're everywhere. They're coming for you. Fuck you!" And he drops the mic and walk away. <laughs> I will, a- I will die. I will absolutely die laughing. So I really hope that that's the note he goes out on. So that would be fantastic. So His anyway, whole presidency would be worth it. Oh, absolutely. Point? The last four years would be worth it for full disclosure. So uh, anyway, so m- moving back from our sidebar, then uh, Perfect Dark, a new announcement, and this yeah. is being handled uh, not by, not by. Not by Rare, so it's being handled by another studio, so yeah. so I should say that. However, Rare, obviously, uh, the last foray they had in the Perfect Dark did not go great. It was a launch title for <laughs> the Xbox 360. I forgot about that one. And uh, it, was, it was rough, man. That was trash. It was literally a worse game in every possible way than the original Perfect Dark from N64. There's never been, I think there's been two Perfect Darks since the original. 
And no, no, I think there's only been one. Really? It was just that one, that 360 one, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. And it was so bad. Maybe I just treated that one as two terribly, differently terrible games. It was so terrible, it couldn't be contained in one game. I just remember in the original game being so blown away by the level of detail, and, and the weapons were highly detailed, and you could like shoot out the lights, and it would change the environment. Yeah. And I remember in the 360 one, you couldn't do any of that. And I was like, why would they backtrack on the technology for any reason whatsoever? So he's looking it up right now. So anyway, that that's another big announcement there. Uh, another big announcement regarding um, Microsoft yeah, Flight there's Simulator. Only, there's only two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. shit. So hopefully it comes back in the suite because, dude, I spent a fuck ton of time playing Perfect Dark when I was younger, man. I spent, so good. To be fair, I spent most of my time playing, I think it's uh, Slayer Tag. I think the weapon was called Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Which one? Which weapon? That's the was that? rocket where you shoot it and you, you get first person view of the rocket. Oh, that's right. Rocket. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I played so much of that on Temple. Oh, that's so sick, man. That's so sick. Uh, I think uh, my favorite in that was that you could get the bots in there too for the multiplayer. Oh, so yeah. You, so you could do like person for PvP, but you could also get the bots in there too and do PvE. And that was fun because you could pump them way up to the point where it was like, like you were a human being hunted by aliens or something. Like it was, it was epic. It was epic. You're being chased by like the Terminators. Yeah, yeah, like by Terminators basically because they were so invincible. So uh, anyway, I, I really hope that that's it comes out with something like that again. So also, Microsoft Flight Simulator will be on Xbox Series X. This marks the first time the full game will ever be available on a home console. Ooh. So that's pretty exciting that now they've built what's essentially a PC for the gaming market at home, for the console yeah, market, yeah. and now they're going to put Microsoft Flight Simulator on it. It's going to take up a lot of that hard drive space. So next big announcement was going to be uh, Left 4 Dead Creators Turtle Rock. I uh, love this. So they, they're coming back with a game called Back 4 Blood. And uh, basically, it's a zombie game, but the zombies are now 20 feet tall, and there's even a trailer to go along with it. I do cool. love it. They're the original developers of the Left 4 Dead. Yeah. And they're like, okay, and Valve's like, we're not making any more Left 4 Dead. They never officially said that. It just right. hasn't been any games. Right. So the developer's like, we're taking our Left 4, Be- Left 4 Dead and we're going home. <laughs> we're getting the hell out of here. We're making our own Left 4 Dead with blackjack and zombies. <laughs> so good on them. That's going to happen. There's going to be another season of Fall Guys called Ultimate Knockout that's coming. That's going to be season three. Does anyone care? Uh, a lot of people, probably. Uh, Arc 2. Arc 2 is coming out. With if- Vin Diesel. <laughs> Oh my God! You're right. <laughs> it's he's literally in the trailer. Oh my God! Actors have now realized how being popular gets them in games. I don't know how they didn't realize this before. Well, they're taking gigs for millions of dollars. You know what I mean? So it's almost yeah. like doing a movie role now. You know what I mean? It's 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 that prolific, right? And they get to do. I mean, if you are an actor, at you know, and a lot of it's just mocap for them, so they're acting in just a studio or a blue room or something Which like they're that. They're probably used to in movies nowadays, right? Right. <laughs> but but they almost get to do like more acting in a video game. Yeah. Right? So, which is kind of cool. So, if you're an actor, you love the art form, then certainly getting into a game and doing all the mocap and all the voiceovers and everything is going to be really uh, a really cool role to have, especially when you see it all fleshed out on screen the way it is. And I'm thinking of games, obviously, like Jedi Fallen Order, uh, you know, that have a very strong narrative, right? Yeah. That that, uh, transcend a lot of what is actually in TV and movies, right? So, uh, actors getting into that is pretty cool. I do like that. Master Chief is coming to Fortnite or coming back to Fortnite? Hasn't been he been in Fortnite before? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's coming back to Fortnite then. And uh, a lot of indie games that maybe we'll talk about next time. Um, oh my god, Podcast Kitty is adorable. Oh, Podcast Cat, you are in the chair. You're in the designated chair. This is so, true. Yeah, yeah. So Little Cat's uh, all over you. That's that's what she goes by. Little Cat. <laughs> L- little Cat. Yeah. 
So uh, anyway, we'll get into maybe some of the indie titles for next round. Maybe I'll do five indie titles or original titles for the next episode from the Game Game Awards announcements just to get people pumped up yeah. for 2021. Get pumped. It's going to be sick. So anyway, oh, she's like, what the fuck was that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Poor cat. Anyway, uh, that was Podcast Cat. So Evil West looks cool, too. Yeah, I saw that. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Games from like the early 2000s, like 2008. You know what it looks like? Looks like fucking um, what the Dark Tower should have been. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is uh, this is uh, actually pretty slick looking, Th- dude. This is the fucking Dark Tower. That's what this is. This is the Gunslinger. Yeah. Does it not remind you though of games that were made in like 2008? Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where it was just everything was over the top all the time. Yeah. yeah. No, Evil West. That looks fucking awesome. I want to dig more into that. That looks cool. That looks really cool. And uh, obviously, Dark Tower is something I love very much. In the movie. Did not do it much justice. So pretty no, upset with that. That was a trash movie. God, it was so bad. It was so bad. I feel so bad for uh, Idris Alba. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, what, what's his face? What's his face? The the guy, uh, Matt McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, Matt McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. Man, man. He, oh, he what got, a waste. What, what a, a waste of two actors. great actors. <laughs> What an absolute waste of actors. So anyway, that's all the big game announcements from the Video Game Awards. Uh, Other big gaming news. I know that uh, one big piece of news that just came out over the weekend, so this is late breaking, is the Take-Two Interactive and EA battle over who's going to get to take over Codemasters. So everybody's vying for Codemasters right now. I think the initial offer from Take-Two Interactive was $725 million. Codemasters, of course, responsible for Dirt. Uh, and a couple other racing series that are out there. So they're ba- they're basically responsible for all the biggest racing series in the world right now that are not exclusively owned by Microsoft, aka Forza. So uh, <laughs> yeah, and and anyway, so now what's happened is EA has now come out with a bid for a billion dollars, and they want to take over Codemasters now as well. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of where this and goes. The owner of Codemasters is making out like a bandit right now. Oh, absolutely, dude. EA in their totality, that's a, this company is worth uh forty forty billion. Yay. So, yeah. So, for them to bid $1 billion, or roughly, what does that work out to? 5% of their company? Yeah. So, that's that's wild. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's pretty wild. Or I guess, no, sorry, that would be like 2.5%. But still, a big number anyway. So, that, that'd be pretty, pretty wild. Um, anyway, so that's that's it for the big news announcements. Okay, so now we need to start scratching and chipping away at the mountain of news that is... The Marvel? (laughs) That is... What? Marvel? Marvel? The Marvel announcements? No! What Marvel announcements? Yeah! (laughs) God damn it. Okay, thanks for the memory jog, Adam. There there is actually some Marvel announcements. I think we should start with maybe some uh, news that's a little bit interesting. We've talked about it on this episode before, which is it has been officially announced that Black Panther 2 will not recast the late Chadwick Boseman as King T'Challa. Now, did he already film Black Panther 2? No, no. So my understanding is none of it was filmed. Ah. So he was. They were about to begin filming. They were literally set to begin filming. Like I think two weeks uh, after he. Uh, so they're rewriting away. everything then. Yeah, basically it has to be rewritten. So I'm curious how they're going to write off the character that we know is T'Challa. Uh, hopefully they do it in a very respectful way. Um, They'll I, just I, always have him in full suit. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. It would work, but I, I, honestly, I'd be pretty disappointed if they didn't ultimately recast T'Challa to see the character off the way he needed to. I think. Uh, I, I, I think. In not doing so, they're 
I think they're undervaluing the the gravity of that character. Not not just not just for superhero films, but also for black cinema as well. I think they're going to just focus on his sister and and that's the, fine. The, we the can get characters. there. We can get there. We can do it. We can do it together. Okay. So, but the thing is, is T'Challa and and Chadwick Boseman's character uh, obviously needs his dues paid and, and i really hope they do that in some measure in the in the new film coming up i don't know how they will do it uh, i think they're was... not going i think they're just going to have a you know for Ch- for chadwick Bo- in memory of chadwick boseman at the end of black See, panther 2 but that break in continuity just wouldn't be good like uh, i just that, that's really going to take me out of it but have the, there's only one character they've ever recast in all the marvel movies that i'm aware of that i can think of yeah that's uh uh Rhodey. Okay, two. <laughs> yeah, there are two. Yeah, what was the... Uh, Hulk. Yeah, and Hulk. So there's actually been two, and Rhodey's was a fairly central character, at least in the Iron Man films, yeah. right? So, uh, you know, it's not unprecedented. Uh, that's that's another case of... That's even another... That's another uh, black actor as well, right? So obviously for very different reasons. So, uh, yeah. yeah, this is because... Um, uh, the original actor Terrence Howard was not a very amenable person to working with them on Apparently. feature films for a good price. So anyway, uh, th- that's why they ended up uh, replacing him out. So anyway, um, so it's not unprecedented, and I think it would be the respectful thing to do for the character, even if it's just for a portion of a movie, just to see him off in some way that's narrative, right? So yeah. maybe maybe there is a big baddie that comes, or maybe Namor shows up and officially kills him, and they have to get a new Black Panther. I don't know, right? But but there has to be something that happens from a narrative standpoint that just so it makes sense, right? I don't understand why they didn't just recast him. I don't understand. This is an iconic character now, T'Challa. Black Panther is an iconic character now. They absolutely should have recast him. And look at all the other superhero films that we see recastings in all the time. And yeah. a lot of times it's, it's for a break in continuity, but still, I think they could have done it. I don't think they needed to though, because here's the deals. We don't. There's so many side stories that can be told now in the Marvel universe. They've created such an expanding universe. They can do whatever they want. We never have to see T'Challa again, and we're fine. And we'll get more than enough. But I want to see T'Challa. I want. We don't to see need him. T'Challa to see. I do need to have him. that same cultural story that we had in Black Panther one. You do though. That's nah, what I'm saying. No, nah, you don't. That's what I'm saying. Nah, like, you don't. look, it, I have faith. In the writer and director, I'm forgetting his name right now because that's what we do today. But Ryan, I have faith in that. It's, it was Ryan Coogler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking at this point. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, we're starting to remember. Uh, I, I, I'm, I have faith in his directing and his writing because I know he's involved in the writing that he'll be able to pull it off without him. Anyway, I don't like it and I disagree. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a third Ant-Man film. It's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Do we have an, a Ronin Geek um, Civil War episode? We should. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, it could be this episode. We don't know yet. Anything could happen. So apparently uh, everyone's returning for this Ant-Man sequel, including um, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer. So sweet. It'll be cool. It'll be everybody. Yeah, I, like, I like how they don't call it Ant-Man anymore. It's Ant-Man oh, and the Wasp. Oh, interesting. So this is where they're going to introduce uh, Jonathan Majors as Kang. The Conqueror, yes. which we spoke about previously, which is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. What so. a great actor. Now oh, that my I've, God. I'm so excited. <laughs> now that I've seen Lovecraft Country and I know what he's capable yeah. of, he's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So very excited for that. That's going to be very good. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, that's also coming up. And that's allegedly going to tie into the WandaVision storyline. WandaVision, we now know, is coming out January 15th. That's, so that's not even be... the most important part about those two tying together. Oh, what, what is the most important part? Tell us. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So Doctor Strange will be appearing in the still unnamed Spider-Man sequel, which I believe is already filming. And allegedly, yeah. 
Uh, I've heard Alfred Molina is going to come back as Dr. Octopus at some yes. point in this film. I have heard uh, Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro at some point in this film. I have heard Tobey Maguire coming back as yeah. Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield coming back as Spider-Man at some point in this. So clearly they're going for a, a Into the Spider-Verse slash Multiverse of Madness take yes. on Spider-Man. And for I think WandaVision one. is going to introduce the concept of the multiverse. That's awesome. Yes, please. Um, Let's do it. I think that's what's going to happen. Hence all the weird scenes and yeah, everything yeah. like that. And then I think um, Spider-Man is going to add to that. Yep. And it's going to be a growing problem. And the Doctor Strange is going to collapse it all and like finish that that arc. Okay, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool That's if, they, if they went that route. And that'd be awesome way to tie in some of the movies and the series together. That'd be very, very cool. Yeah, so. I think it'd be really cool. And but, I would love to see all the Spider-Men together because... You know, I don't like Andrew Garfield, but I wouldn't mind him as a small role in an all Spider-Man yeah, yeah. thing. So it's great, too, that they're bringing in Kang the Conqueror. This is an enemy they can use and, and keep using in, in terms of the storyline. So there's they could get some mileage out of that enemy. Uh, so hopefully they don't just kill him off in one film. That yeah, would they make sense. Uh, probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but uh, if, they, if they went with Kang and, and he was the story arc enemy of this next arc that's going to take place over film... And the Disney Plus series, that would be great. I would really appreciate that. And this is, of course, all just a preamble to even bigger villains they could potentially have in the future. Once they get into mutants, you're talking Magneto, you know, Mr. Sinister, you know, maybe even a retake on Apocalypse, something like that. They also mentioned they're getting started on... um... Team Four, what, 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 Fantastic Four, Fantastic. Oh, four. so Doom, yeah, Doom. <laughs> so, oh my God, the, dude, the casting over Doom is gonna be the biggest fucking thing of all time. Like the whoever is, gets cast, I have Doom. never seen Doom being done well in movies. No, or of TV course not. Yet. Of course not. Cartoons. There's been great cartoon versions of Doom, but never live action Doom. So, dude, Doom. So I'm waiting for that. Imagine it. Imagine it. So it sucks. They've already had like um, Mads Mikkelsen. So he was, of course, he played in, uh, he was in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he would have been a good dude. Oh, You're right. So fucking good. Oh my God. So he's he's obviously not going to be I feel like you it. need someone a bit more over the top dramatic. Like you need someone who used to be like a Broadway actor who okay. can be all dramatic like Doom is and big, like a so, big character. Somebody's got the flair. I'm doing he's, jazz hands. Yeah, he's doing got jazz the, hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have a big flair because Doom is smart, but he's a lot of flair. Like yeah, he's, yeah. He's a big character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like Thanos was a big character physically, but he was a calm character, had a plan. Right. He had everything organized. This is what he wanted. He had a big plan. Yeah, yeah. Doom has these plans, but he's also kind of dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, man, who could they get for Doom? I don't know. That they haven't already used. That's the problem. Is <laughs> it? Literally everyone's been in the MCU already. Josh Brolin. No shit. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been in Marvel and MCU. That wouldn't work. Uh, man, I, honestly, I don't know. I have to sit down and think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be something that we should really talk about. Maybe we could do that in the next episode is who's going to be Doom. So yeah. they, they got to they really knock it the fuck out of the park. Because like Doom, I felt, has been shafted one of the most. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'd really love to see a good Doom. Honestly, one of the coolest antagonists in the whole Marvel universe, in my opinion. So I, I really hope they don't waste the opportunity to make him into the big one, the next big story arc villain. Yeah, and they so. can't do the whole his skin turns to metal bullshit. He nah, needs to have the nah, fucking nah. plates. Yeah, yeah, he's got to have the plates. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and go through. Yeah, honestly, man, I think they can nail it. I'm very excited about this next uh, this next few years of Marvel. It's gonna be very, very good. There's also announced a uh, Christmas special for 2022, yeah, oh starring Guardians of the Galaxy. Am I the only one that was like, oh god, is this gonna be another Star Wars special? 
they're doing better now. They just did a Lego Star Wars special that turned out pretty good. So Nora's okay. watched it a few times on Disney Plus. She seems uh, indifferent to it, which is good for her. So but the holiday special, unfortunately, isn't going to be out till like twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty. No, twenty 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 two. Holiday of twenty twenty two. I don't know, and I don't see the thing here, so I I'm not going to argue. Twenty twenty three. We'll go 2023. Additionally, the final Indiana Jones is now in pre-production, and that will be released in 2022 as well. Was that uh, Harrison Ford in that? Just tell me Shia LaBeouf's not in it. I don't know how they don't do it with Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Easy. You don't cast him. You know what really sucks? Is like back when they did, and I just watched it recently, so that's why I know, The Last Crusade. So you had River Great, Phoenix, the greatest. Oh, movies. I agree, dude. It's so fucking good. Like so I just wa- and it holds up. I was just watching it a couple weeks ago, and I'm, just, I'm absolutely in love with that movie. But uh, River Phoenix at the beginning of it, playing young Indy, right? And, yeah. Uh, man, damn it. So he's a, he's obviously he died young, uh, very very young, uh, some sort of drug overdose or something at a club in L.A. Uh, back in the early '90s. But uh, man, how amazing that could have been if he could have taken on the Indiana Jones mantle. After that, which I think was the whole plan, was for him to become young Indiana Jones, then someday, a.k.a. this period of time, would have taken on the adult role of Indiana Jones. So, you know, and because I guess he was, he must have been right around like 19 or 20 when he perished. Does that sound about right? I don't know how old he was. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this would be 30 years later, so he'd be right around 50 right now. Anyway, he would have been right in right in that perfect age range for this period of time, right? A lot of actors in that 40 to 50 age range kind of uh, tying up roles and, and passing the torch. Yeah, I never... Because Harrison Ford is like 75 or 74 or something. old now. He's quite old. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and I know he was tired of playing Han Solo, so why wouldn't he be tired of playing Indiana Jones, which is basically like Nazi fighting Han Solo. I just don't think he can do action anymore. He's too old for that he shit. He can do action. Or he can get killed by the action, and yeah. then they have somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't think he can do action. If they kill Indiana Jones in this film, I'm going to be so pissed. Just let the man retire. Let him retire. He, he just walks across a bridge with Shia LaBeouf facing yeah. off from the other side of the bridge, and they're like, son, it's okay. I love you. And Shia LaBeouf's just like, I know what I need to do, Indiana. No! <laughs> he pulls out a Luger and shoots him from across the bridge. <laughs> and, then, and then he hears a voice from beyond, the voice from the ether saying, Junior, you're coming home to be with to be with Dad. <laughs> you have chosen poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me that, Dad! <laughs> As he falls into the chasm. So I'm sure there'll be a chasm. So anyway, that's, uh, that's going to be how the new Indiana Jones ends. So there you all go. And Shia LaBeouf becomes the new uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, God. They're not going to recast him, I bet you. He's I bet you 100 bucks they're not going to recast him. He's in some kind of hot water. I guess uh, his last influencer girlfriend said he's he's uh, he's quite abusive. Yeah, I saw So we'll, we'll see what happens there, but who knows. So hopefully he's not going to be in it. But uh, it says it's now in pre-production. James Mangold is directing it, which is interesting. I don't so. know what he's known for. That one, that what? name doesn't sound familiar. He did. He did. Uh, he did. Uh, old Logan. Uh, Logan. He did Old Man Logan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was James Mangold. Yeah. Oh, damn, that could be a good. And he also did Ford versus Ferrari. So he did a lot okay, of. I've never good seen movies. Ford versus so, Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Old Man Indiana. Just like, you know, you just can't do it anymore. He's just angry, like Old Man. Logan. Harrison Ford will be back. He will be back. Uh, so that that's happening. Okay, that's good. Um. Wow. The Disney announcements are nuts, man. There's yeah, just, there's just crazy. so much. Good fucking gracious. Secrets of Wales, a real bug's life. 
America the Beautiful. So there's so much coming to Disney Plus. I just I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. So <laughs> uh, anyway, so I, I feel like we should move into the other news now. Oh, there's other news. We'll call it playing and watching. Oh, okay. We'll call it playing and watching, and it's going to be the cyberpunk special edition. Uh, so maybe we'll start. Uh, well, maybe what we'll do is we'll work. We'll, we'll start at the present and work our way backwards. Okay. What do you think? I don't know what you're getting at. So but okay. the most recent bit of news that has come out about Cyberpunk 2077 is right. that uh, CD Projekt Red is officially pursuing issuing a refund to anyone oh. who asks for it. So of course, if you fall outside of the return be- period on you know the computer, for instance, uh, they're going to find a way to issue the refund there. They're even offering it to PS4 customers as well, being that the PS4 is purported to be the most uh, 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 I guess shoddy version. No of fucking shit, eh? Yeah, no kidding. Does that huh? surprise anyone? Yeah, a last gen console on the most advanced game ever made for modern the consoles. First of the last gen consoles. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even talking the PS4 Pro here. <laughs> so the PS4, in fact, so my PS4 at this point uh, would be one of the original builds. So it's essentially the same system that came out in 2013. Yeah, I'm not even shitting you. It's Jesus. seven years old now. Jesus the version Christ. I got, I got in 2015, cause I, or maybe it was 20. 14. I got the uh, when Fallout 4 came out. I got the Darth Vader edition PS4 ah. at, at that time. So, uh, so maybe it was 2014. But anyway, that's that's what's going on there. Uh, pretty crazy. The only reason it's out for that console is because Sony has some stipulations in their contracts that says it has to come out on previous correct, editions. Correct. Blah, blah, I'm blah, sure blah, Microsoft blah. does as well. So, which is why it came out on, on yeah. Xbox uh, Xbox One. Honestly, fuck that. If you're playing it on those consoles. And you don't if you if you at any point sit there and go, it doesn't run well or it doesn't look that great, <laughs> you need to go die in a fucking sewage fire. So now as we go further back in time into the news, this is what's happening. So this is a few days ago now. Uh, the game's been out for what four days. Uh, a couple days into it, all the reports started coming out of just how poorly it was running oh. on on PS4 and uh, Xbox One, uh, more so on PS4. And a lot of things getting posted, a lot of imagery, a lot of short videos and things like that of pop in and things like that happening. Uh, we will go over some of the glitches more in detail here, some of the more hilarious ones. But, uh, yeah, to, to, to what Adam is saying, no, yeah, dude, it was it was over the top. Like, why people are so angry, I don't understand. It's basically, in my opinion, and I've put probably eight hours into it at this point on PS on my old old Big Daddy PS4. It's the same as or not worse than other open world <laughs> RPG games upon release. So it really, it really is not that bad. Like I just, I don't understand what it is. Uh, I have personally experienced three crashes. I've experienced quite a bit of pop in. Uh, that's it. I don't know why people. That's it. Is, is if this was a Bethesda game. People be like, ah, it's, it's, it's Elder exactly. Scrolls. Exactly. You just get over it. This, yeah. We all expected this. It's like, guys, just give it a little bit. It just give it I a get bit. It. You all want to play it right now. And maybe you're right. Maybe they should have held on to it. But they would never have experienced these bugs if they didn't give it to the masses. This is streamer culture coming out right now. Because this is the streamers who are all doing it. They're the ones complaining the loudest because it is affecting uh, the quality of their streams, right? So if they're trying to stream off of PS4. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I get that. I understand that. If you're a streamer and you're streaming off PS4, go die in a hellfire. There's eight. You know what? There's a lot more installed PS4s out there than there are PS5s right now. Let me just go ahead and uh, say it. <laughs> you can't be a streamer and be doing that. But you can. You can, you can stream literally right on the PS4. I, I get it. But you're like, oh, I'm. if you're watching a stream of these gamers, you're not going, I'm going to go watch this one guy who has it in horrible. But if it's your res. guy who you watch or your uh, gal, then you're going to go watch it. 
right. they shouldn't be your guy or gal. Go find another guy or gal. Well, if it's a gal, she's probably already been gifted a PS5 anyway. So she's good to go. <laughs> yeah. She's good to go. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you're a hot chick, you're doing better in this industry anyway. So, yeah, good <laughs> on you. I hope you play well. So, uh, anyway, moving back further in time now, uh, the launch was fairly uneventful, is my understanding. Uh, there are more PS5s coming out around that time as well. So, there was a lot of people who were able to pick it up for PS5. I saw on social media talking about that. They were excited to get to play it on Next Gen, yep. which is pretty exciting for them. That was my original plan as well, was to play it as my first Next Gen title. I'm not sorry I didn't yet. I, I've been playing it, and I, and I quite enjoy it personally. And uh, and I hope, Rob, is Rob playing too? I don't know. He's probably playing on PC. He's playing okay. on PC, though. Great, great. So maybe we can talk more about the ins and outs next time. Uh, but that's kind of where it's at right now. But I'd like, before I get into some of the sort of first impressions, maybe we could talk about some of the wonderful glitches that have come out. So some of the more entertaining ones. And the ones that, that came out of the pants? And and I, I showed that to you. Yeah, so this is the first big one that we should talk about, which is probably the greatest glitch of all time, as far as I can tell. And uh, so what's happening here, basically, is people are dressing, people are dressing their characters... In the game, you have the option to change your own genitalia. So, for instance, I made a female character right off the bat, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so some things that it allows you to do for a female character is to change the figure, uh, the size of the chest, the size of the nip. And I don't know why it needs all of these things. I don't see my character nude, like, ever. She's always clothed, so I don't know why it's a thing. But it is a thing. For male characters, so there is one item that actually seems to be doing a bit of clipping, and it is it is the schlong. So okay. if you choose the biggest, longest schlong in the game. Now, here's game. the interesting part. What I'm kind of, you know, they're, they're doing this so you can feel the most in your character, right? Yes. If you yeah, you yeah. can have the, all the features you want and customize right. it to you. Because in real life, I have an enormous schlong. That guy, yeah, <laughs> that guy's dick looks uncircumcised. It does, and so I don't. I didn't make a male Do they character. Have a yet. circumcised dick. I didn't make a male character yet. I assume that there is a circumcised or uncircumcised version. Okay. So there must be. So that, that that's that's the assumption I'm making here. Do so they anyway, micro dongs. <laughs> I hope so. Micro cyber dongs. Someone might want a micro cyber dong. Maybe I got a rabbit. So uh, anyway, there are a lot of images circulating around right now on social media of I know one. <laughs> I don't know. Made this guy with a beard. He's wearing like these black jeans and a schlong. It looks like he's unzipped his pants. It totally does. And just flung it out. Honestly, he's just running around with it, bouncing around. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I've done that to my wife at some point. It's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that's uh, yeah. It's different when you do it at home versus doing it like you know at Target. So just don't don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad idea. Don't do it. Another glitch, too. Uh, but clipping. it's fine at Walmart, apparently. Correct. Yes, absolutely. And uh, look, there's also some more clipping going on. Just to keep it fair. Yeah. Clipping okay. of breasts. Coming oh, okay. through shirts and things like that. I have not seen this, honestly. And it's weird. I would assume these things are coming from PS4, uh, but, but I have not seen these particular glitches. I've seen no genitalia sticking through or breast sticking through at all of, of any clothing or anything like that. And uh, my character has and remained... you're severely depressed by that? <laughs> uh, well, no. I mean, every now and then you'll be, like, dressing your character. And then, like, when you choose, like, a shirt option, the whole thing goes nude for a split second. So it's like... It still happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's yeah. like, I'm not... Like, that's not the thrill that I'm playing cyberpunk for. You I'm playing for very different thrills, right? <laughs> so it's, uh, which I'm getting plenty if of. If you want to see digital boobs, there are plenty of other opportunities. You're Good Lord, it. there's a whole interwebs. So there's, <laughs> as far as I can tell, like 70% dedicated to just yeah, that. I do find it weird that they have, they put all this effort into those features. But like, I don't know. I, I Who cares? Yeah. Like, clearly people do. Clearly yeah. people do. But I just don't get it. Man, am I an old grouchy man for that, or no, am I, I don't weird? Think so. okay. I don't think so. Uh, the pop-in is pretty intense. Um, 
I know, th this Your dick image, loads later. The dick loads later. Have you seen this image yet of Johnny Silverhand played by Keanu Reeves in game versus the CG trailer? Yeah, yeah. The PS4 version. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what this guy is. So he looks absolutely deranged. So that's also <laughs> something. Uh, there was a pretty funny video that came out that showed the E3 gameplay trailer from 2018 versus the current gameplay trailer, and it made fun. Of, it made use of that goofy Jurassic Park theme that goes like. Like a recorder. Oh, yeah. It sounds bad, but the game does not honestly look this bad. So th th this is clearly a bad load of the game because I've never seen a scene that looks like this. I've no, never a seen a scene load. that looks like this, and I've been playing for quite a while now. So anyway, it's very... someone running it on their on their toaster yep. PC. N64 characters have been making an appearance, or even worse, oh, PS1 nice. style polygonal characters making an appearance. That's been happening. Um, That's if you chose the uh, 007 mod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're a modder, yeah. And then uh, a lot of characters showing up, NPC characters showing up in T-Pose. I've seen that. That keeps happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's all the big ones so far, so just on top of By all the By the way, they're not loading in T-Pose. You know how we have the dab right now? The T-Pose is, they have a name for it in the future. That's it's, their dab. It's their dab. It's yeah, their yeah, version of dab. Yeah. It's not, just, it's not a mistake. It's on they're purpose. Chuming. They're chuming. They're chuming. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what it's called. They're chuming. So yeah. very, very exciting to see that happening in the game. So anyway, now, now we should probably move away from the glitches and the news. So we've worked our way all the way back, and now we will move forward again into the future, which is me playing the game. Oh, so, which which I have been, and uh, on my PS4, that and makes been one of us over. Yeah, because <laughs> you've moved, you have no internet currently, uh. so it's just making it tough for you to play on PC and to download things. Um, but in the world of physical media, <laughs> aka <laughs> consoles, I can just walk into the store and buy the thing oh. and, uh, and play it that way. However, it did need, I think it was a 42 gig update on day one. Yeah, that's called the game. <laughs> and no, that was after the game install, and then there's a, allegedly another huge update coming soon they said within seven days of release there was gonna be another sure. massive one so uh so pretty exciting to see some of these glitches getting figured out or whatever they're doing for for ps4 i don't really care but the game itself and and based on its merits so far i've had a really good experience i heard so. that it's the way it's been described to me is um deus ex with more rp yeah, yeah, okay. So I, I, I could see that. I, I would definitely so far put it more akin to like a Fallout game. So in terms of okay. the overall function of traveling around and stuff, except you have cars, obviously. So, so you take like the driving from Grand Theft Auto and marry that with a Fallout game, and you have basically this game. Okay. So And uh, and so far, that's been a very satisfying experience. Uh, the driving, I'm not a huge fan of yet. I think the cars, that maybe the physics of the cars is something you need to work on. I heard that um, it's light and bouncy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the fast cars are literally impossible to control so <laughs> you, you cannot drive at any high rate of speed in the fast cars the the car that you start the game with the sort of basic cars they're fine and they get you around pretty good uh there is a fast travel system in the game as well to get you from one place to another faster oh, which is good uh i can say the overworld is, is it kind of like uh witcher 3 where you have to go to you have to you've gotten there originally you got on it. foot and then you, you got it. it yeah so once you pass one of the quick travel points it becomes available from then okay. on so that that means you can't just fast travel to a place that you're not supposed to be good. in the narrative storyline yet you start off where i'm at in the game early on a lot of the game is already open for me to just to go to i can just go to these places. yeah i heard there's like a tutorial and then once you're out of that it's like here's the world and i heard the tutorial was quite long yeah however i got out of the tutorial in like an hour like maybe it you're still in the tutorial and you just don't know i it. might be I, I there might be a lot of features that i haven't unlocked yet in the game because i'm just driving around I'm, I'm just driving around looking for fights that's all i'm doing i'm driving around looking for gangs <laughs> offing the gangs and moving on hey i'm cyberpunk 
You want to fight about it? I will definitely be that level 10 character getting into like level two missions. <laughs> so, and uh, the way that I'm playing the game, so I made a female character. I'm trying to make sort of a female cyber ninja character. Okay. So an early weapon I got a hold of was a katana, and the weapons are upgradable. So I've been upgrading yes. the absolute shit out of it. In fact, it's three times more powerful right now per swing than even the strongest gun that I have. Well, sure, because so, you have to get into melee. That would make sense. And uh, so the combat's actually pretty decent in it. In fact, if if Sky, if the new Elder Scrolls comes out in a couple of years and the combat is like this, it will be pretty decent. I, 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 I quite the, like it. The, the enemies can be a bit spongy. Uh, yeah, even on easy. I'm playing on easy, and uh, I just fought a boss that was extremely spongy. So it took probably solid 10 minutes to cut through it. Yeah. So, and that's that's with this katana that's way stronger than what I should probably have at this point in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so. the one complaint I heard about the combat is it's a bit it, people take a little too long to die. But it feels good to run into a battle with, you know, mid-level characters, mid-level enemies and then I run in, you can run in, you know, guns blazing and kind of take out the people further back and then switch to the katana and take out the people right close to you and it's quite fast. They do a very good job of it. Okay. There's a robust feature set for the hacking, which is really cool so you can hack a lot of different machines in it to either it distract enemies. Um, not hack. in battle. So the mini games do come in, though, when you're trying to hack to achieve some sort of objective you know, post-battles, yeah. right? Because you gain access to their servers, and then you can, like, hack in and gain rewards and things like that. By I heard they can, like, servers. hack your vision if you have cyber eyes. They yep. can, like, hack your vision in combat. Yep. You can hack theirs, too. Yeah. Yep. That yep. sounds pretty cool. So it's, it's awesome. I think that's what I'm probably going to do is, like... Um, a hacking ninja like a cyber ninja that that was my goal initially and then uh so so far i am pretty big on stealth and the katana so just the the arms so kind of like the ghost in the shell where you're like hacking while you're fighting like i really love that yeah it, you know what honestly and it's kind of funny because my character looks not dissimilar from the general <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so matoko so i think uh honestly that that might have been what i was going for you just, just didn't, didn't realize it? it yeah yeah so anyway the, but the game it, it's so cool because the game would allow you to be that character right it would allow you to be that character in this game because there's just it's it's robust enough for an rpg that you can kind of take all these different routes in it and i can tell that it's definitely going to merit a second playthrough uh once i get to that point because right now i'm so heavy on melee combat and getting in close and 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 hacking to get in close and things that that i'm really ignoring a lot of the gunplay and i think that's something that maybe i can go back and work more on try it out in a, in a second in a second one thing round. i want to i want to know and this might be important to any listeners as well as there's when you start the game you choose like a kind of like a background like a corpy or a gangster yep, yep. how you much choose street that... street kid corpo or uh, uh outlander like a wastelander yeah how much does that actually affect anything so far, I don't think it's affected it much, except for uh, uh, the police will generally tolerate my presence. And I suspect these random pop-up missions change depending on where you start. Mm. But the police will generally tolerate my presence when I come in to kill enemies that they're already fighting. So if I show up to a battle where it's already the police against some gang, if I run and kill all the gang members, the police won't shoot me next. They'll just kind of let me go. Ah. Right. And I'll actually be rewarded for going in and helping them. Right. I suspect things like that change depending on where you start. Because if you start off as a street kid, I'm guessing the cops will go after you. But maybe the the gangs don't as much. Right? I heard it's mostly a it's a starting level of rep. But as you go through quests and make actions, it changes that anyway. So it starts you off in one way. But mm -hmm. eventually over time, depending on the choices you make, it doesn't matter. Some some things I don't quite understand yet. And I've been trying to get a feel for them, such as like the different gangs that that are in the game, which are everywhere. Every area has its own series of gangs that you run into right but there's so many areas in the game the game is fucking massive it's so huge so it's i just i can't even it's like 
from one end of the map to the other, it's like 10 kilometers. Like it's, it's, it's big. It's very, very big. And, um, one thing I can't quite get a handle on yet is when I've been in either side mission battles with different gangs, if that is actually increasing or decreasing some kind of standing that I have with those gangs. Okay. I suspect that it is, but I can't tell if it is or where it is. So they don't officially show you any, like you've gained 10 rep. Right. And the game even tells you like, you should consider like hiding bodies and things like that. So they don't find you out. You know what I mean? And like at one point when I was playing a little message popped up that said a body, like, I can't remember what it, how it was worded. Like, somebody has found the body, or they're now looking for you, or something like that. I don't know if it was supposed to be the police or a gang somewhere that I'd wronged. Huh. I don't know. That being said, I've murdered a fuck ton of gang members already. <laughs> Just absolutely so many of them, because I don't want to get... Co- uh, what was it? <laughs> fuck. From, um... Oh, my God. The fucking movie with Keanu Reeves. This is the episode where you forget all the names. Oh, my God. The but... Matrix? No, no, no. The ones where he's a badass, and all the gangs are afraid of him. Oh, you're talking about John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, what do they call him? Uh, Baba Yaga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be calling you. All the gangs are gonna call you Baba Yaga. Well, basically, Baba Yaga. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> honestly, that, that's kind of how I feel in it. Um, but the game's good so far. It, it is a power trip. It's fun playing so far. Um, driving needs a lot of work. I would say some of the gang relationships maybe need a little bit of work. Maybe I'm just not at that point in the game. I don't know. Um, the maybe, pop-up. maybe it's doing everything in the background and you just don't know. And maybe I don't know. All the gangs are now like there's minor deals going on where mm-hmm. they're all just teaming up just to fuck you yeah, up. Yeah. And the other thing I'm noticing too is the game is quite vertical, but I don't know how vertical it is based on what I'm seeing in the game. So there's even when you're at the top verticality that I thought I could reach, there's still some areas that seem like they're still above me. So I don't know if a lot of that is just for visual effect, which I expected it is for visual effect to make you feel like you're really buried by a lot of city, which you are yeah. at, at various points in the game, right? Uh, Night City is, is fucking gorgeous. Like, it's just, it's crazy. And there's yeah. so many, there's uh, several pockets of like I've large buildings and skyscrapers. I've like, seen it's, videos of it and it's just so pretty. There was one moment where I was driving along this hill on the outside of it because I was trying to get out to the wasteland. And as I was driving, I got like a serious like Akira vibe. Because yeah. I was on a motorcycle too nice. so and the motorcycles are driven by the japanese gangs <laughs> nice <laughs> who i murdered with a katana so yeah anyway it's it's uh th- that's the coolest thing about the game is it it, it really is I, I feel like they are paying respects to things like akira they are paying respects to things like blade runners there are flying cars in it as well right that's amazing dude it's just it's it's crazy so uh so far first impressions the game fucking rocks uh, I don't personally I've heard have... the environment is the key like you the moment you load up that game yeah you feel like you're Dude, in and you can get lost instantly instantly in this game it is so massive there there's never been a city environment in a game that's this massive before that's so and, and and honestly prior to this the biggest city environment I could think of is maybe like GTA 5 or maybe like um can't remember the name offhand it was a city in Witcher 3 that was quite large Nova Nova Novengrad, yeah, maybe. So, but uh, that was maybe the last one. It was quite large, but uh, honestly, I can't think of another city that's quite this big. So it, it's just massive. It, like, there's no other way to describe it. It's just absolutely huge. You can just drive for, you know, six, seven, eight minutes in one direction and really not find the end of it. And it's quite spider webby too, right? So there's all these different, you know, exits and entrances you have to take to get it's to different parts clean, of the city. Like, it's not a clean cut grid. Oh, it's not. No, no. In fact, some when when you're on a direction to a mission, sometimes it'll even take you through like back alleys and up steps and through these different ways because it's like the quickest way it's trying to take you, like Google Maps. Or even something. if you have a car, it's like yeah. I don't give a fuck. Get up those stairs, yeah, yeah, samurai. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like one time it took me through like these two open gates. I ran over a bunch of bums and then came out the other side.
died. And I was like, oh, well, here I am, right? Right by the mission. <laughs> so, like, it's, so but that, that, that's what the game is doing, which is pretty fucking cool, too. There is a speed bum coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> speed bums. <laughs> So this is basically what it feels like. Uh, some things are just coming to fruition in the game for me. Like I accidentally ran somebody over today when I was playing for a couple hours, and it it, it gave me a message like uh, uh, there's a, now a warrant out for your arrest, right? So clearly, clearly the police are paying attention, and uh, so I'll see how that plays out in the game. On one hand, um, I'd be very, I, I always hated games. This is a problem I had with Red Dead was you would shoot a body, you'd be gone, and then like, half a day later you'd be like. They're searching for you because they found the body. You're like, how the fuck do you know I did that? Yeah, yeah. But in Cyberpunk, I can I can understand it because there's probably cameras everywhere. Oh, totally, totally. And you do have the ability to manipulate a lot of those cameras, which is good too. So nice. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. It's uh, so far in the game, it, it's hard to sort of sort of wrap up my first impression in a nutshell. But it's very good. Um, it, it is living up to the expectation that I had for it. So it's just it's, it's a very tight game. Uh, the environments are quite varied, indoor, outdoor. Uh, the city itself, you know, ranges from, you know, dark and gritty to not interesting to absolutely gorgeous, right? And everywhere in between, right? There's just a whole range of of scenery that they experience in the game. Some of the industrial scenery becomes pretty repetitive as you see it in the game. So there's different pockets of, of industrial areas. Oh. And each pocket is kind of run by like a different mega corporation. Of course. So which, which as a corpo, I'm guessing at some point. I'll get into like taking down those other corporations, right? That would, would be my expectation for the game. <laughs> so we'll see if that plays out like that. But uh, but I've just sort of been experimenting a little bit. I'll make like a save and then go and attack some people to see just how badly oh, they yeah, kill the, me. Right, you're that guy. Yeah, yeah. You're the guy that'll just murder an entire town and be like, yep. I'm just going to reload from before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll save and just, I just like experimenting and seeing what the limits are. You know what I mean? Like to <laughs> see what, what, what did the developers think I could get away with in this game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, but but the game itself, man, it's just uh, it's something. It's something. It's really really big so far. And I'm excited to play. I, so I think excited. so. Like uh, so, I don't put talk in, to me on Sunday. I've put in like seven play. or eight hours, and I think it's still telling me I'm at one percent. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, just to give you an idea of just how massive I think this game is going to be, I think I think shit. it is going to be that 300, 400, five hour long, five hundred hour long game. Uh, once it's all said and done, even even for a single playthrough. So and don't talk to me next Sunday. Yeah, yeah honestly, yeah, yeah. Once you get your internet, dude, you're you're in. You are in so deep on this one. And so for the next episode, we will dive deeper on this and maybe just do a little bit more of a playing watching. We'll get a yourself. Rob side of opinion. Yeah, including Rob. And then uh, we're also going to dive deeper on Mando in that episode as well, because that's something we missed for this playing and watching was uh, the deep dive into episode. Yeah, there's way uh, too much news to go over this one. The last episode, I th- think we did. Did we even get to do... Yeah, we did six. We didn't do seven. We did five and six. We did not do seven. So the final Mando review will be for episode seven and eight. So the effectively the end of the series. Yes. So or the season. So anyway, yep, that'll be that. Um, for other playing, watching for myself, lots of Christmas movies. <laughs> so it's that time of year, right? So trying to see some of that. Um, I finished One Punch Man again. Finished the Great Indiana series. Jones trilogy, the Back to the Future trilogy. Wow. Yeah, I was watching a lot of classics there for a while to get into the Steven Spielberg classics. Um, Back to the Future 2, I don't think you can really make much of a better movie than that. No, nope, <laughs> so no. Nope. fucking perfect in every way. I think I, I recently um, watched those and I mentioned them on the podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's, they're just so fucking good, man. So pure. I just Same with wish the Indi- they could make movies that Indiana good Indiana Jones 2, I can kind of just ignore. Yeah, yeah. 1 and 3 Certainly. are just pure awesome. Certainly, yeah, yeah. 3 is yeah one of my favorite movies of all time, I think. It just, I just fucking love it. Every... Every moment of that is just so. Let it go, good. Indy. Yeah, let it go. And uh, 
I love the sound they use for punching people in the face in that. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> like it's this really visceral sound that they use for punching people in Very, the face. Very uh, um, poppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, what do they call those? Um, it's very satisfying. Yeah, but they, they, they pulp, like Pulp Fiction type. Yeah, yeah, pulp, yeah, yeah. That's what pulpy. it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. And uh, man, and I, I love all the lines in it, dude. Like Nazis. Ah, oh, I hate Nazis. <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I, I fucking love that. I love when they when he's acting like the French art connoisseur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... These tapestries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's... <laughs> and he's always yelling. He's like, Dad. Like he's always yelling for fucking Sean Connery. It's hilarious how he does it because Sean Connery's just bumbling around doing his thing. He's so good. What man. a great duo. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, and it holds up pretty well for the most part. There's a couple scenes that didn't hold up as well and i was quite surprised even for their day like they didn't film them better like uh the one i noticed was uh the airplane scene the airplane sequence where they they take the airplane off from the uh blimp which looks good but then they're in the plane and uh dr jones senior is sitting in back shooting the gatling gun right and uh but while they're flying there's not really like there's not like enough wind going on. Like it looks fairly still around them. So you can definitely tell it's just filmed against a screen or whatever. Sure. But uh yeah, anyway, I, I think they could have done a little bit better job with, with that. Even back then, like this is fucking Steven Spielberg, you know what I mean? Producing and directing this shit. <laughs> so like uh, anyway, but oh overwhelmingly, man, what a film. What My a wife film. still hasn't seen it. The Last Crusade? No. Jesus Christ, man. We were one of our friend groups were like, Yeah, we're gonna go we're gonna watch Indiana Jones and we're gonna go through the series all together as a crew and we're going to kind of watch it while we talk and talk about it. And COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> so we haven't gotten together like that in so long. Yeah, she's she's missing out because it's, dude, Last Crusade is, is fucking good. First one's really good, too. Yeah, like first, you, she's, just... that's the only one she has seen is the first one. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah. So Shore Temple of Doom, get, get over it. Get over the hump. And then, uh, <laughs> actually, you don't even really need a Shore Temple. No, it doesn't. You could realistically just go into three. You could, because there's nothing in two. That there's no continuity. In, there's no continuity. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. And then uh, e- even going into like Indiana Jones four, which we'll, we'll not consider canon, but even even <laughs> going into that one, uh, there's more tie-ins to one than there is to any others. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah, it, it's uh, it's interesting like that. So yeah, Temple of Doom you can kind of skip if you really want to, but hell yeah, man. Back to the Future, fuck man, two is just fantastic. So good. I mean, three three has merits, you know. Uh, one has you know its moments as well, but uh, two is just um, unbelievable as a film. It's so extremely good, and and I kind of forgot about that. And uh, forgot how good it was, yeah, man. Yeah, anyway, so I digress. So that's my playing and watching. Nice, what you got? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, yeah, I do video games and things, right? That's what I do, <laughs> but you moved, yeah, 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 but I do video games and stuff, right? No, nah, I think the only real thing is I finished Age of Calamity, uh, after about 30 hours, and the truth be told, I was done with that game before I ended that game. The only reason I finished playing it was because I had no internet and I had nothing better to do. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is. And then immediately I'm like, I'm going to go play Master Quest mode on uh, yeah, yeah. on Breath of the Wild. Well, you're nuts. I wouldn't even do that. But yeah, dude, uh, Age of Calamity was sick. It was a great game. Oh, I, was, I did not know. You didn't like it? No. Dude, I got like 45 hours into it. Really? Yeah. You, you beat it all and everything? Uh, No, I got to the point where I was getting into the missions where I would have to do too much leveling on the characters I didn't like, and I kind of just gave up at that point. Yeah. Because some of the characters in it are fairly unplayable. If you like that, you need to go play Hyrule Warriors the Defenders. I, I am now. I am. I'm going to go back and play yeah, that. you need to play because yeah. if you liked Breath of the Wild, I promise you Hyrule Warriors is way better. That's going to be more springtime. Oh, I know it's going to be way better. I've looked up videos since you mentioned it, and it looks 
extremely good. <laughs> like yeah. I just I want to go play it. There's so many great characters. Breath too. of the Wild is more story driven. Yep. Um, which they did a great job with. No, I, <laughs> I think I like the story in this more than I liked it in Breath of the Wild, the game. Get the fuck out of here. To me, this is canon now. Well, it is canon, but it's still garbage canon. No. I disagree. Did you I, even get to the point where they changed time? Yes. Where they, they brought back the champions? I've beaten the game. <laughs> so, yeah, I did do that. Yeah. Oh, God, that was yeah, so yeah. trash. So I think they did a really good job, and I, I like that it was kind of two timelines intermingling, because there's always been suggested in the Zelda universe that that's something that could happen. Oh, yeah, And, and now we sure. officially see it happening. So, well, they kind yeah. of already did. They've had, if you looked at their, the Hyrule, their, the, the Zelda storybook, whatever yep. they call it, I forget what they call that book. Yeah, the compendium the or compendium, whatever. The compendium, I have it. I don't know what it's called. But they have like three different um, timelines. So at least three. So it's not unknown for them to do that. Yeah. So hopefully hopefully they do uh, some decent expansion content for it, but I doubt uh, it. I don't want them to. Ex- I- Might be one and done. I hope so. Yeah, yeah it might be. <laughs> I one wasn't and done. too thrilled with it. So, was that it? Was that you only playing and watching? That's fucking it. Are you guys still unpacking? Uh, no, we're pretty much done now. Okay. Um, which I guess now might be a decent time for me to say it. What? This the is the big announcement. The big announcement. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go yeah. for it. This will without Rob here. Maybe we might push it off one week just maybe. so Rob can be here for the last one maybe. here. This will be officially the. This will be first, last, no, or listen, second listen, last. Listen, listen, listen. This will be the first or second to last episode of Ronin Geek Official Podcast of all time. <laughs> Recorded here. Recorded here. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here. Oh, man. Our, our 37 fans were very scared there for a second that this was ending, but it is not ending. In fact, uh, Adam has moved to a new place, and he has some nice studio digs going on in there. So that's where we're going to move to for the uh, production of this show into the future. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, our studio now is is a studio, but it is recorded in about one-third of a bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not much room. It's not extremely comfortable, but uh, we're looking forward to getting into an official space that's kind of set yep. up for this and a nice, big, huge table that you showed, which I was yeah. very excited about. We'll have a lot of stuff. We'll, we'll get all the, the nice goodies. Um, it's been being designed since oh, the beginning man. just for this. Can't wait. I can't wait. So we'll have an official studio so we can post all the studio Instagram pics and stuff. Like, this studio. Look, Look at cool. this. We can have an arcade in there that works. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. 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 That's trippy. So, yeah, I wouldn't post an image of this room, I don't think. There's quite a lot of cool things in here, but it is quite crammed together and, yeah. and disorderly as well. Oh, my God. So you're getting lit up here. So, anyway, I, I guess that probably... Um, I guess that'll probably conclude it. Um, so I don't have much more for this week. I just I really want to save Mando for when Rob gets back, and of yeah. course the final episode is airing this week. So we'll get Rob is that. generally the best guy to bring up with Mando. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the Star Wars geek. He yeah, is. Yeah. And in that at that rate, we were able to keep it right around 90 minutes. So Woo-hoo. yeah, we fucking killed it. We slayed it. <laughs> so that was a cyberpunk first impressions, all the Star Wars news, some Marvel news, and. Uh, getting into stuff for next week. So pretty excited about that. Pretty excited. So anyway, uh, that'll be it for episode 114 of Rodan Geek Official Podcast. This is Alex Austin signing off and... Just Plubby and Adam. Just Plubby and Adam. All right, talk to you next week.